This audio production is brought to you by TheBestDayEver.com, David Wolf's premium longevity member site. Greetings, everyone. I'm here with David Avocado Wolf, and we are continuing our series on calcification issues and what you can do to reduce and eliminate calcification, get younger, healthier, more vibrant, and have the best health ever. Welcome, David. Thanks for joining us tonight. Thank you so much, Lou. Very excited to share the information this evening. Very excited about what's going on in cancer research right now. This is a huge topic of discussion. I'm sure everyone out there listening to this interview knows someone personally, has a friend, a relative out there that's experiencing some form of suffering or problem from cancer. People are turning to different alternative therapies on a daily basis. There is a mass migration to alternative therapy for cancer treatment and cures. And we're here to talk to you about some of the research that you've been doing lately, Dave. And for those people who listened to the last interview we did up on calcification, you talked about some of the cancer research that you were doing. And what I want to ask you this evening is, what's the relationship? What does calcification have to do with cancer? Well, cancer is detected in most cases by a hard tumor, a painful hard spot, a hard lump in the breast, for example. And that hardness is actually bad calcium. So it turns out that calcium and and the formation of bad calcium is intertwined into most cancers, with some exceptions. Um, An exception being, for example, leukemia, which is more, it's really not a cancer, it's more of a blood disease. The way that cancer is defined today is the replication of mutated cells that respire using fermentation rather than oxygen. And that kind of lumps in about several thousand diseases into that category. So when we, when we look at cancer as we understand it, the tumors, the metastasis, the malformed cells, and the hard formations that occur, um, that's the kind of general category that we're discussing tonight, and that's where calcification is occurring. So there, there is a strong component between the calcification and the tumor. Is there a component between calcification and the beginning of the development of abnormal cell growth or abnormal cell formations in the body? Well, again, I want to just bring up the example of breast cancer, which is detected as a hardness, a hard lump. Um, there is a false ID in the breast cancer world when somebody has actually just excessive calcification in the breast, but no cancer. And that's happened to a number of people that I know where they were alarmed because they thought maybe they were dealing with breast cancer, but actually it was just the beginnings of calcification. But it is known that that beginning of calcification can then progress into a cancer. And if we look at it from just a standpoint of common sense, what we really are seeing with this, this hardening of the tissue and the calcification, so we're seeing a dehydration occurring right there at the cellular level. And in fact, we're really now understanding that there's a dehydration going on at the DNA level. And really the DNA is defined by the 10 layers of water molecules that surround it. And if those water molecules are of low quality or low grade or don't have enough hydrogen or in general just the cells just suffering along with almost no real water, then the cell can actually mutate, the DNA can mutate and become cancerous. This is one of the reasons why in the Longevity Now program I put a whole section in there on, on hydration and living water. That is such a crucial concept today. Most people just in the general world 
are seriously dehydrated, majorly dehydrated. They've never had a good drink of water, perhaps, in their whole life. And that's why I bring in the whole idea of fresh spring water from the source, real water that's bubbling and gurgling out of the earth, that's levitating up out of the earth, that has that natural levitational substance in it, which we call that ethereal hydrogen, which is what gets that DNA back into shape and begins to bring a softening of that calcium. See, there's a dynamic opposite here. The hydrogen that's in the highest grade water in the world, and really in everything, that pure embryonic hydrogen is counterpoised to calcium. The embryonic hydrogen is essentially a newborn baby, and calcium is an old man. And if we're going to get back to youth, we've got to get more of that hydrogen in. And I have seen through Patrick Flanagan's research that reactive, negatively charged hydrogen, exactly what's in spring water, actually dissolves bad calcium on contact. So it can take something that's hardened and dissolve it. That's, so that's, that's one aspect of how the Longevity Now program and, and the whole idea of calcification relates to cancer. Now, let's say the cancer starts going, starts running away. Um, there's been research by Matthias Rath on cancer that indicates that high dosages of lysine can stop metastasis. And he is very adamant in stating that you need about 10,000 milligrams of lysine a day to stop metastasis. Dr. Brzezinski down in Houston, Texas, who's been using peptides for about 30 years, which are short-chain proteins, which he found out are absent in the urine of people who have cancer, he's been putting them back in. So basically he's been putting back in free-form amino acids into people's bodies in the way that they need them, because each person has different missing peptides. Um, and he's been getting incredible results with cancer for 30 years down there in Houston. And that research is all cited in Suzanne Summers' book, Knockout. It is worth looking into. There's uh, Dr. Gonzalez's work, and he, he is, of course, taking on the work of Dr. Kelly from years ago with pancreatic enzymes, which is has a very, really – the pancreatic enzymes are protein. Um, so there's a protein component here, and pancreatic enzymes appear to be the master enzymes in the whole equation. Um, trypsin and chymotrypsin, which are pancreatic enzymes, which we naturally produce, when those are gone, when we've sapped out those enzyme reserves, boom, cancer hits right away because we no longer have the enzymatic power to break down the natural cancer that shows up in our bodies year after year, but then our body disintegrates it, and then it shows up again, our body fights it back and beats it down. But as soon as we get to enzyme exhaustion, that concept that we've heard in raw and living foods literature, we're specifically now understanding that it's trypsin and chymotrypsin that are exhausted. And if we were to take protease and amylase and lipase and some of these great enzymes that are available in the marketplace, we're going to get great results, but not generally against aggressive cancers. Against aggressive cancers, in particular pancreatic cancers, we're going to have to be taking pancreatic enzymes, trypsin, chymotrypsin, pancreatin, and that's an animal product, but that is nevertheless what the research of Kelly and Gonzalez has shown over 30 years to be an incredible resource against cancer. And they have cases, by the way, where they have four-stage pancreatic cancer, people showing up in their office, and they are still alive 10 years later, and they are willing to give you those references and phone numbers. And so there's been a 
big, big cap held on. A big silence has been held over the cancer, the alternative cancer curing industry because there's been great success with cancer outside of the mainstream media, outside of the mainstream medical profession, and we've got to go out there and find this stuff. And I've gotten wind of a lot of this stuff over the years, but I'm finding out new stuff, Lou, every single day in this field of cancer, and I'm finding out that I can actually activate some of these protocols in my life right now, which I have not been doing, and I'm, I'm noticing even a little bit of a lift going on. So generally we think, oh, cancer therapy for somebody who has cancer. How about when you don't have cancer? How about an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure? What about the idea of going proactive and saying, actually, if, that's, if that stuff's conquering cancer, what's, what's it going to do in a healthy person? And that's where we're going with our conversation tonight, Lou. I think, as most people know now, cancer has overtaken cardiovascular disease as the number one killer of Americans now. Is, is that a correct statistic? I know it's number one, number two. It kind of flip-flops back and forth. It flip-flops back and forth. They're both, interestingly, and, and we talk about this in the Longevity Now program, they're both calcification diseases. And so if we can get down to this calcification business, bring in some of the alternative cancer therapies that are out there. For example, let me tell you something that I just stumbled across. I'm going to be going into this in-depth at our Longevity Conference, in-depth, because this blew my mind totally out the window. Let's say we were doing a protocol, we're taking fulvic acid, we were doing some reishi mushroom, we were taking some enzymes, we were um, doing some grounding, and then we were getting some, some deep tissue body work. And that's a basic protocol which I outline in the, in the Longevity Now program as kind of a standard approach to getting access to all five pieces of that puzzle. Number one, a bad calcium dissolver, fulvic. Number two, a super powerful natural antibiotic, that's the reishi. Number three, enzymes are a super awesome cell rejuvenator. Number four, we've got to get grounded to get that electricity in our body to back to natural and normal. And number five, we need some deep tissue body work to move the energy around, get things flowing again, break up the stuck energy. So we put all of those things together. There's an adjunctive thing that I found out about when I was reading some books on fighting cancer through alternative means. And one of those products that's out there is called Protocell. And I cannot believe, Lou, I can't believe that in the 17 years that I've been a professional in this industry, I never heard of Protocell. I can't believe it. I'm racking my brain about it. I, I, I'm shocked. But this stuff is unbelievable. What it, what, how it was developed, what it is, the guy who developed it, when he was a kid, he had a dream of a chemical equation. When he got to college, he was studying chemistry, and he flipped open a random book. It was kind of an encyclopedia book right to that equation, and it, it shocked him. It jarred him. And a series of synchronicities over those next four or five years of his life into his early 30s led him to get out of the, out of the chemical industry and work as an attorney on his day job and then at night work in his laboratory attempting to cure cancer in mice using his formula. He worked on that formula for 70 years. It's, I can't, Lou, I can't believe it. I'm telling you, I cannot believe that this story and this whole thing has evaded me in my life. I, I'm, I'm shocked and blown away. He got to the point in 1983 where he was curing cancers in, in 80% of mice. 
And then he got to the point in 1993 where he'd actually come to a point of mastery. He could almost cure almost any kind of cancer that was going on using a simple formula that's sold as a nutritional supplement today. And what I love about it, I love about him is he was a lawyer, and he set it up properly so they can't take it away from you. It's a nutritional supplement called Protocell. And I actually, I, I, I told the, the crew, we've got to have that product at the Longevity Conference. So what it is is it's a... It's a formula that targets specifically the improper respiration of cancer cells and, in fact, listen closely, any diseased cells, including virally attacked cells, and it's completely adjunctive. It fits right into the Longevity Now program. You could do them both together, and that, that is amazing that this, this, this is sitting out there. So I got some, and I've been using it. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa, whoa. The way you do it is every six hours, every five or six hours, you just do a, qu- a quarter, uh, a teaspoon and a quarter um, with water. And it tastes reasonably good. Actually, the first time I drank it, I have to say, and I have to tell you honestly and tell you the truth, the first time I tasted it, I just about fell over. I had some kind of a very, very strong feeling that I had had this stuff before. Very strong, like overwhelming feeling. That, that I, still, I mean, I get chills even talking about it right now. I couldn't believe when I tasted it, I was like, whoa, 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 I've had this before. What is this? It, it was, it was, but I could have never had it before. It, it's so interesting that what this stuff is. The, the improper respiration of cancer cells is a very good starting point for getting leverage against cancer. And I mentioned this in the beginning of our, of our conversation, Lou, but maybe just to clarify again, it'd be good. Cancer cells don't breathe oxygen. They, they're anaerobic. They, fer, they, they ferment sugar. They love sugar, by the way. That's why sugar and cancer are like married to each other. Sugar loves cancer, and cancer loves sugar. The cancer cell has 6 to 13 times the insulin receptor sites of a healthy cell because it's not breathing oxygen anymore. It's using sugar. It's fermenting sugar to stay alive. So there's... In my career, there's been a a huge amount of information that's been dropped into my lap about using ozone and oxygen therapies and MMS and hydrogen peroxide therapies and hyperbaric chamber therapies, et cetera, in order to fight cancer because when cancer gets exposed to a very powerful oxidizer like ozone, it gets fried. The thing's anaerobic. It looks at that and goes, "Uh uh-oh, and just gets, gets fried. However, there's a problem with ozone therapy I've seen over the years, and that is to get it into the cancer, to get it to actually to touch the cancer may be difficult because of the calcification, because of the produ- production uh-huh. of fibrin and the wrapping of the tumor in calcium and fibers. Um, so you, do you see that, that, that problem there? But protocell is different because it goes right in as food, and it just happens to just kind of float along and specifically cause a reduction in the respirational energy of cells that use fermentation as a means of staying alive, causing them to spontaneously, apoplectically dissolve and disintegrate. And it takes about four months, according to the research. There, Listen to this. There's been tens of thousands of people over the last 30 years who've been using this against cancer successfully, tens of thousands, unbelievable testimonials all over the place. And 
literally in about four months, the cancers start dissolving and literally come out. They come out of the pores, they come out of the urine, they come out of the bowels, and, and they come out as like this white, milky stuff that is essentially a concentrate of all those all that diseased, dead material that was once the tumor. Dave, this is unbelievable. The first thing that springs to mind is if someone takes protocell, like you say, there's that fiber and that wrapping around the tumor that's preventing it um, from being exposed to, let's say, the um, that ozone therapy. If someone were to use protocell in conjunction with a bad calcium dissolver like MSM or even DMSO, the more high-powered version, if they were able to break down that fiber wrapping and then use protocell to get in there, would that be sort of like an amazing combination of using a calcium dissolver plus this new therapy protocell as a way to strip it down and clean it out? That's what I thought, and that's what I hoped. But actually, there are certain compounds that interfere with protocell, and MSM is one of them. Oh, so interesting. There, there are certain things that don't work with protocell. Rhodiola is another one, actually, which is kind of a bummer because I'm going to do the protocell here for a while, and I love rhodiola, but I'm laying off of it. Um, rhodiolic acid is actually in protocell. So there's some concentrate of rhodiola that's in protocell. The actual formula itself is held under the under lock and key by Jim Sheridan's family. Jim Sheridan was the guy who developed protocell over his whole life. He died in like 2001. Um, he was born in 1913. He might have died in 2003, something like that. He lived to be about 90 and spent his whole life on, on this mission. Very, very interesting product. But that's not all. There's more. So now we're, now we're on to this whole thing about pancreatic enzymes and protocell. There's also 714X. 714X was, I first became aware of it from um, researching Christopher Bird's and Peter Tompkins' books because I was so into the secret life of plants and the secrets of the soil. I believe it was Tompkins, it might have been Bird, no, it was Bird, wrote a book about Gaston Nasens, who is a French researcher who still lives near Montreal, who discovered using high-powered microscopes that he himself developed that cancers have organisms involved in their metabolism, and those organisms must be present for the cancer to be there. Now, for those of you who are very astute who are listening right now, this is probably reminding you of Royal Rife's discovery, that there are two organisms involved in cancer, and if those organisms are absent in your blood, you don't have cancer. But if those organisms are present, then you very likely do. And Gaston Nasens, he developed a kind of a, a, it's kind of a pharmaceutical, but it's not quite in the same model as we know today in, in America. It is legal in America, by the way, um, that you can order from uh, a website in Quebec, actually just outside of Montreal. And 714X is something you have to inject, and you inject it into your lymphatic system, usually in the groin area, for six to eight weeks, and then you take a little time off, then you do it six to eight weeks again, a little time off. And it, it, it essentially helps you fight the organisms that are involved in cancer. That has had huge success over the last 20 years. So much success was when they tried to railroad him into jail, which they try to do with anybody who has anything that actually works. Um, strangely enough, in, in our free democratic world, 
and they tried to rail- railroad him off into jail, and actually he paraded so many people in front of that courtroom that the jury unanimous- unanimously voted that he was not guilty, and in fact, immediately what, it- what occurred is that his-, his product became legal at wow. that point because there was no way to suppress it anymore, and they wanted to just hush it up. So sometimes they'll hush it up just by letting it like be legal and just you know don't make too many claims we won't we won't bother you again just kind of you know stay in your little corner over there which is kind of where protocell sits and 714x sits now imagine marrying all of this to the longevity now program marrying it to an herbal adaptogen program like like we've outlined in the longevity now program marrying it to raw and living foods nutrition so we have all that chlorophyll coming in all that wonderful fiber great fats and oils coming into our body all the great anti-cancer compounds that are found in fresh vegetable juices in particular from the cruciferous vegetable family i can tell you there has been one strong theme that's come up in all this anti-cancer research that i've been doing and that is cruciferous vegetables brussels sprouts, mm. broccoli cauliflower kale Anything in that mustard family seems to have very protective um, elements against cancer, in particular the breakdown of bad estrogen and the allowing of the progesterone or the testosterone to do its job. This is unbelievable development in cancer research, cancer therapies. This is exactly what we're looking for, something to marry into the Longevity Now program version 2.0 that specifically deals with something like cancer because from the cardiovascular side of things, between the bad calcium dissolvers, the immune-supporting supplements and herbs that we offer to people, the cell-rejuvenating supplements and so forth, cardiovascular disease also through a raw living diet with superfoods and super herbs would kind of naturally sort itself out, but what we're getting now is a lot of people who even eat well, getting this still on the cancer side of things, having a few problems. This research seems to be inc- extremely encouraging. It's very encouraging. You know, I, I, I have to say, I have to say that I knew it was out there. I knew it. I, I All these years, even all the research I've been doing, I knew there was major stuff I was missing, major stuff that was out there that I'd still never heard of and that no one in our community has ever heard of. Generally, this stuff is kind of niche. You know, it's, it's exists in a small little niche over in a corner. Um, what's occurring due to the Internet, due to the mass education that's now possible via the Internet, is we're now able to get at the info and put it together in a way and organize it in a way where we can use it in our life. And in the beginning, as you get into these things, into the raw foods and the superfoods and the super herbs and the living water, it's a big change from the old days. There's no question about that. But a lot of people who are listening right now are going, okay, what's the next thing? What's the latest and greatest? Because they've already got the, the momentum. They've got the habits built up like you, Lou. I mean, you, you know, you start out eating goji berries. Look what happened. It, it's so mind-blowing because what's happening now is just in the last two years – there's been such a migration of people who are who are completely locked into the traditional methods of cancer therapy. And if you think, I mean, I even remember 10 years ago, if you got cancer, you would run to your local hospital and you would run into the room to get chemo or radiation therapy because that was your saving grace. Like that's what people were running to. Like this is going to save me. The reality 10 years later is, wait a minute, not only does that not work, it's destroying the rest of your life. It's destroying your body. 
all the side effects turn out to be, you know, nightmarish in nature while it's not curing your cancer. So this has caused people to run to alternative therapy, and it's now starting to work. So now the research is out there. You know, this stuff works. Natural health, natural holistic remedies work. They've worked for thousands of years. It just seems like for like a little, you know, 50, 60, 70 years, we hit some kind of glitch where, you know, for some reason we thought, hey, we can cure cancer with these chemicals. It didn't work. Now we're realizing what does work, and we're using that approach. Yes, definitely, and it's going to take us to a higher level. All this pain and suffering has to have an upside somewhere, and the upside is that if you're reasonably healthy, if you're, if you're not dealing with cancer, that you could take advantage of some of this information right now. This whole idea of using zappers and, and then the development of the whole frequency generator idea, you know, which is basically a glorified zapper, and then the, the innovations and understanding that I'm going through personally in how to use a frequency generator properly. I've had one for 10 years. I've been using it all different kinds of ways. There's things I haven't tried yet. I'm, I'm, I'm reading this cancer research. I'm like, well, I've never tried that with my frequency generator. And, and so it, it's getting deeper, and we're going to get right to the crux of the matter. In fact, I think we're already there. I think we're at the crux of the matter now. We're, we're at such a point of tipping that we're actually going to come to a place where we're going to start pushing all the, quote, unquote, diseases of aging the prostate cancers, the breast cancers, the heart diseases, it, we're going to start pushing them backwards. Because let's say, you know, we knock the cancer out. Okay, then what about the heart disease? Well, that's the Longevity Now program. We're breaking down the plaques. We're getting the, the sclerotic tissue out. Boom, you put those two together. Okay, well, then what's going to get us? Well, what about osteoporosis? No problem. We've got that covered. We've got the silica, the horsetail, the hormones, the deer antler. We've got the grounding technology. We've got the weight-bearing exercise. We've got the yoga. We've got the inversions. Okay, we're pushing that out of the way. So right there, okay, so let's say we're at 120. We're thinking, okay, the hay flick limit. You know, what about this telomeres business? Well, then we got the super pill, too, coming out, that stragglers concentrate that holds your telomeres together longer than any other herb known, and it's being concentrated to do even yep. more. So then we're pushing that out of the way. All of a sudden, we're at 140. <laughs> Whoa. I mean, then, and then we've got other innovations that are happening in the field of probiotics. There's areas that I haven't even been able to talk to people about yet, Lou. There is in probiotic research, uh, the, the, the excretions of probiotics and the concentrates of those excretions. There's a product out there called Sagen, S-E-I-G-E-N, that I took for a period of time because a friend of mine in Las Vegas turned me on to it, my friend Paul, really good guy. And what a product that is. That's the concentrated excretions of what probiotics generate in your body, what friendly bacteria produce in your body as medicine for you can be concentrated, and you could take it as a powder, and it's kind of like a pixie stick, and you just eat it. And I was blown away by that stuff, just that only. Wow. Where, where is it going? <laughs> where is it going? I mean, really, it seems like if you have cancer right now and you're listening, would you say, I mean, one piece of advice that just springs to mind is you need to hang in there and live for one more year. If you can survive and live for one more year, the advances that will be made in nutrition and health in that year will not only reverse your situation, but it's going to extend your life by 40, 50, 60, 70, 80 more years. That's that's the theory of Aubrey de Grey, which I definitely agree with, and it sounds like you agree with it as well, Lou. What an idea. What an idea that is. The information is folding over so fast that there are such developments happening so quickly 
that if you're just able to hang on another year, two years, three years, you're likely to get another 10 years, 15 years. If you get another five years, you're likely to get another 40 years. It, it, there's no telling where it's going. But right now, immediately, what we can do is, A, number one, develop habits that fight cancer before we ever have cancer. So we're in a state of prevention. I want to talk a little bit about the, the estrogens and bad estrogen because this is an area that's worth repeating. We've talked about it before, but it is now known that of the three different types of estrogen, estrone, estradiol, and estriol, that if estrone and estradiol are elevated and estriol is low, that's cancer every time, 100% of the time. So we've got to flip that, that equation around and get the estrone and the estradiol into balance and get the estriol up. And cruciferous vegetables help us do that. Not only that, there's a huge amount of research that's been done by very good scientists in the field of hormones. I'm thinking of Dr. Jonathan Wright. I mean, the reason why I even bought Suzanne Summers' book, Knockout, is because I was in a health food store and I just literally just opened it up to a random page of that book, and I, I was reading about Dr. Jonathan Wright. Now, I've known about Dr. Jonathan Wright for years, well over a decade, and I know he's on to something amazing. And, and I started reading his whole thing in there about hormones and cancer, and it all came together. And again, oh, I do want to mention, we mentioned this in a, in a call we did before, testosterone has very clearly been proven to be cancer-protective, prostate cancer protective. It does not instigate prostate cancer, and in fact, it is protective against prostate cancer. So we always want to keep our testosterone up. We would like to keep our progesterone up. We've got to keep our estrone and our estradiol lower and our estriol higher of the estrogens. There's three different types of estrogens. We need to have our DHA in the range, DHEA, I'm sorry, DHEA in the range, which is a hormone. And when all those hormones are in balance, and this is best tested apparently by a saliva test, not the blood test, but by the saliva test, and you can have a doctor do that or a naturopathic doctor do that, get your hormones and find out where your levels are. When your saliva is indicating that everything's in the right balance, then we know that we're protected. We know that we're not going to end up with cancers, and we know that we're going to be you know, moving forward in life with health. Dave, one of the things I love about you and the work that you do is you take all of the research that you come across, you scour every possible area when you hone in on something. So I can tell the last couple of months you've been honing in on cancer. When you put your energy and you put your motivation and determination and you hone in on something, what you come back with always blows our minds. And, you know, the average person doesn't have time to do all this research. You know, I consider myself to be a person of fairly average intelligence. I can't comprehend some of the research and things that you're doing. I'm trying to piece it together in my mind as we do this interview to ask the next question that makes any sense. But what you do is you bring it all together. You bring all that research together. You compile it, and then you present it as a strategic strategy for people to engage in on a practical daily level for your mom, your dad, your uncle, your aunt, in a way that they can understand, they can do it, they don't have to do anything extravagant, they don't need to be a rocket scientist to figure it out. You're able to synthesize all that information, present it to people, and put it right in front of their face in a way that they can do right now, right here, without a lot of complication. Right on. I think that is the most important thing, is to bring back this exotic research into something that's simple and useful right away today. And the discoveries in the field of nutrition that these alternative medical doctors are onto 
are very part and parcel to what we're already familiar with, but we're just focusing on them like a laser beam. For example, the cruciferous vegetables is a huge piece of the puzzle. Another one that comes up, by the way, in the cancer research, and, and you've probably heard me say this before, and I'm going to say it again, this whole thing on berries, goji berries, blueberries, huckleberries, blackberries, raspberries, strawberries, the berries have huge cancer-protective qualities and this is an area where we can just go berserk on berries because it's summertime, it's berry season, and, and get into that, that enriching feeling of being nourished by a pound, two pounds of berries, and what that does to your brain. I've been doing that in the last, like, week straight. I've been doing three or four or five meals a day of just berries, honey, <laughs> all kinds of deer antler extract, um, phycocyanin, I've been putting St. John's wort flowers in there, the best olive oil. My friend Dr. Rallis's olive oil from Greece, he's an amazing doctor in Ontario, Canada, and he, he's, he's Greek, so he has an olive farm in Greece, and they do, they do it right. So that's in there. I've been throwing in a little bit, of, little bit sometimes every now and then of cashews or some kind of fat, so I have like some, some calories to burn. And a little tiny bit of birch syrup, which is, if you've been following that, from where xylitol comes from. And I've been just mashing that up into a big kind of bowl of cereal. Sometimes I've been throwing spirulina in there, too, and just moshing that down. And, whoa, you can feel that in your brain. I feel it in my eyes. I'm feeling also my digestion has just been amazing this week doing that. So if we look at the pieces, boom, anybody can do a little berry diet for a week. What a fun thing to do. Anybody right. can do vegetable juice. It's been made so easy for us, and now we get to drill down in those areas where we know where we can help fight cancer even before it gets started. All right, this has been a fantastic interview. The reason for this interview is to give people some really amazing inspiration, good advice on what to do if they've got cancer, they have a friend who has cancer. This is, I mean, for me, this has been such an inspiring interview. Um, I, I mentioned this to you previously, Dave, that you know our mom went in recently last week, I think it was about 10 days ago now, she was just diagnosed with a few abnormal cells in her breast, and because of the history of breast cancer in our family, she was advised to have those abnormal cells, even though they were benign, to be surgically removed. The whole rigmarole of what she had to go through, she had to go see her primary physician. She had to get the paperwork. The paperwork had to get faxed over to the hospital. The hospital had to take it, give it to the surgeon, but to give it to the um, you know, everyone down the line had to get the paperwork. Then she had to go in, get the prep for the surgery, just to take out a few abnormal cells. Now what we're looking at, and not only the stress and the worry and the angst that goes along with that, and then you're checking in every 10 minutes, how you doing, Ma? She's worried. She's nervous. She comes out. Is she, you know, how is she feeling? Is it going to come back? Is it not going to come back? I don't know. What are we going to do? Now we're looking at things from a whole new perspective on, with cutting-edge research of what we can apply to these type of problems. And, you know, I can't wait to really get into this. And I, it looks like for the next couple of months we're going to be drilling down on this really hard. I can tell you that you are. Yeah, definitely. So much so that I'm going to do a whole piece on this at the Longevity Conference, and, and we're going to make it real easy and real because when I'm off the stage, maybe I'll be out there in the hall I'm going to be talking to folks and just showing people some of the amazing things that are out there because, of course, I've got to have it on hand. It's very, very exciting. All right. So we hope everyone's enjoyed this interview. We hope you take away some good information. We hope you take away some amazing inspiration. And, Dave, any final words you'd like to mention to our listeners before we uh, wrap it up for this evening? Knowledge in action is power. Gather some momentum. Get going. 
do what you can, do what's in alignment to your habits, and see what happens. Keep going strong, keep the faith, maintain that positive attitude, and you'll be surprised by where you're going to end up. Dude, I can't wait to Google Protosol now. Like, what what the heck is it? Is it a natural supplement? Is is it a is it a um you know like a proprietary blend type of deal? It's a proprietary blend of of different kind of chemicals that are. It it appears to me like they are um, extracts of different types of um, super herbs, but then they're delivered using a, a compound called pyrocatechol. Now, pyrocatechol is a specific so. It's a long story, but basically Jim Sheridan was able to figure out that different catechols will target different cell respirations and that there's certain cell respiration where a, a, a cell is on the fence, where it's like kind of a healthy cell, but it's kind of tending towards a cancer cell. What protocell will do is we'll take every cell that's on the fence, push it into a primitive cell and disintegrate it and take every primitive cell and push those into the point of disintegration. So it kind of cleans every kind of like waffling, you know, un- unknowing, um, unsure which way it's going to go kind of cell out of the system and as well as all the other cancer cells. So it's very, very effective. I mean, it, it, its history is crazy, I, 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 wow. crazy, unbelievable. Well, the point that you made about um, cancer cells feeding off sugar and not oxygen is extremely interesting, and it's one of those things that I never knew, and and people might just take for granted if they do know, but I don't think a lot of people know about that. That understanding by itself would lead you in the right direction in terms of a lot of therapies and a lot of do's and don'ts. If you know cancer cells, hey, these cancer cells, they thrive off a lack of oxygen and sugar then your whole strategy to cancer would shift if you didn't have that understanding or awareness. Right, exactly. That, that's a key understanding. I, I mean, I first got that understanding from studying um, ozone and oxygen therapies, but I never right. knew there was another way at it. And, and what Jim Sheridan did and his whole strategy was basically going after it using chemistry. And it's, it is brilliant. I mean, I, I, you know, I have to say, Lou, I, I, this is my honest feeling. When I drank that the first time, I was like, this is, this is, the, this is the medicine of the future. This is not, wow. it's not medicine of the future. This is what you have to drink in order to be an immortal. You have to have a drink like this. That, I got that distinct sensation. This is amazing. I mean, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep this in maybe for the rough cut for the best day ever members, but uh, we, we definitely want to, we definitely want to, you know, find out, I want to find out more about this. I mean, where, where do you get it? Hey, all right, first question, where do you get this stuff? <laughs> Okay, well, you, you, there's two different websites that sell it. Um, Vitamin Depot is a good website, and they, they have it. We're going to actually have it at the Longevity Conference. We're going to have about 40 bottles of it there, maybe more. I might, I might actually have more there. And I'm going to get into distributing this product. It, it is an incredible innovation. I, I, it's hard to describe. Now, again, I did mention that MSM contraindicates with it. Does it, it kind of screws up its ability to function properly. I mentioned right. that there's a few other things that are like that, like rhodiola. Another one is ginseng. doesn't work with protocell. And so you have to look at those contraindications and make sure that you're not interfering with its normal functioning of how the product works. But if you or pretty much on our program, and you've been kind of following along with what we're doing, the only ones that would come up are probably those, MSM, rhodiola, and ginseng. There's hardly anything else that most of us are taking that would interfere. 
ozone therapy, by the way, or MMS, does interfere. So you're not supposed to be doing that. Um, there, there's a rumor out there that you're not supposed to be doing um, frequency generators with um, protocell, but that has not ever been proven. So that's just a rumor, but it's just kind of you know in the it's in the the um, mm. discourse of what's being talked about. Okay, well that's that's a great lead. Anyway, I mean that's that that's a that's a step up from maybe where some people were at previously. So this is fantastic information. All right, cool. So we're going to have that at the longevity longevity uh, conference. That's going to be fantastic. Any any uh, any pictures or any information that you get that you think might help for a slideshow presentation on PowerPoint. If you want to just put that into a, um, you know, like a document or an email and just send it on to me and CC Rebecca or send it to Rebecca and CC me, we can keep it in a folder for your presentation for the conference uh, that you're going to do on this. So we can have everything so that if we need to make a PowerPoint for you, we've got all anything that you come across like in the, in the course of your day, you know, when you're doing the research, just, just, just bop it on over to us via Gmail. We'll, we'll file it away and then we'll have it for when we need to make the uh, PowerPoint. I've been thinking about that. I need probably tomorrow. I'm going to spend the whole day online just pulling pictures down. Like I need a good picture of Protocell. I want to get a picture of 714X. I want to get a picture of Gaston Nasens. I want to get a picture of um, the different um, estrogens. Right. You know, so that we have those visual support um, pictures there for, in the PowerPoint. I, I want to get a bunch of different. Um, cancer cell slide so we can look at like this is cancer cell this is not actually I should have that I should have that I got to look at my computer okay cancer cells are a trip they they look they're pointed instead of being wow. round they're pointy they're trippy man uh, they look okay. like a star you know how you draw a star with like different points on it, it, it That's they're bizarre. kind of globular but they're pointed it, it's um it looks like a gear actually wow this program was brought to you by TheBestDayEver.com. Thanks for listening.